0: Right, welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I'm here to bring you the preview show. I of Bayern Munich's big match in the Bundesliga, because every match is big now with VFL Bochum this weekend. Wow. Uh, where do you even start after the events of the last few days? It is uh, a very odd place for Bayern Munich to be in. Uh, they got embarrassed last weekend against Bayer Leverkusen. They underperformed in the Champions League on Wednesday against Lazio. Two losses. Bayern fans are irate. The team seems to be unraveling. Thomas Tuchel has no answers. The board continues to just tread water and not have an idea of what to do next with the coach or really with the roster. Yeah, this is the, this is fine meme coming to life for fans at this point. But let's focus on Bochum because Bayern needs something positive. This should be an opportunity for Bayern to get on the right track. But then again, so was Lazio. Who knows? Uh, maybe this is maybe this is the match that eventually pushes the board over the edge if Bayern cannot find a way to put down the AFL Bochum. Either way, let's take a look at where each team is in the table. Through 21 match days, Bayern Munich has 16 wins, two draws, three losses. That's good for 37 points. I'm sorry, that's good for 50 points. Check my math there. <laughs> uh, that puts them five points behind... League leader Bayer Leverkusen, who is head and shoulders above everyone at this point. Now, it doesn't mean that Leverkusen can't hit the skids. This is a team riding high. They have not lost a game all season. But what I will offer you and why I think Bayern Munich still potentially has time to get back in this is because Bayer Leverkusen has not had that doubt seep into its team yet. They haven't had that rough moment where they experience a loss where they get frustrated, where the tables start to turn, where everything goes from being perfect to not so perfect. So there is a chance that once doubt seeps in to Bayer Leverkusen, it spreads like a virus, they don't play as well, and they put themselves right back at the level of Bayern Munich. It could happen. Will it? I don't know. And that's why we're going to play out the rest of this schedule. But all hope is not lost. But the biggest key to Bayern getting back in this race is actually performing like they are Bayern Munich. Over the course of Bayern's last five matches, they have three wins and two losses. Last week, of course, was that 3-0 defeat at the hands of Leverkusen, which set everything into a downward spiral that who knows if they can recover from. Hopefully they can. As for VFL Bochum, through 21 match days, they have four wins, 10 losses, seven draws. That is good for 22 points that ties them with Borussia Mönchengladbach. Gladbach, though, holds the edge on goal differential. That goal differential for Bochum is 23-4, 39 against. That's negative 16 for all of you math majors. Right behind Bochum is Union Berlin. Bochum is in a... I don't want to say they're in a good spot because being that low in the table is never good. But... Uh, When you look at the relegation danger zone there, 16th, 17th, 18th place, uh, Kohlm has 16 points, Mainz has 12, and Darmstadt has 12. Not saying Bochum couldn't fall that far, but they do have a little bit of a buffer there in terms of points, and they also have Union Berlin in 15th place providing another bit of buffer for them. This is not by any means of AFL Bochum side that should provide a challenge to Bayern Munich. Uh, When you peruse their roster, you're not going to find a ton of household names or anyone, really, that is going to strike fear into you. Uh, This is, I don't want to say a bad team, but they certainly have not played all that well this season, and they definitely are going to have to be at the top of their respective games as a team to be able to compete with Bayern Munich. So when we look at Bayern heading into this match, there are a lot of details to talk about. <laughs> it's not as if the Bavarians have forgotten how to play, although you could argue it looks like they have. They're just bad right now. Uh it's nothing's clicking. They're clearly not responding to the coach. The tactics aren't working. There's no chemistry on the pitch. And there are a million reasons for that. We could argue that Tuchel has Put too much faith into a small group of players, some of whom are worn down, some of whom have underperformed, some of whom just haven't performed at all this season, but he's playing them anyway. It's a lot on the coach's plate right now to have to figure out how to make it all work when he's got so many conflicting ideas in his head. Does he stick with his guys and just go down with the ship or well, basically like he did against Leverkusen or does he take? some of the established players who he might not like as much and try and get them to turn the season around. Unfortunately for Tuchel, I think he missed his window to do that. I think the team is no longer behind him, and and I would say that regardless of the reports that are out there indicating such. I just think he's made too many questionable moves for too long over the course of the end of last season and into this season that the players can see right through that BS. And that's about the only way I can put it. There were many, many instances over the course of this season where Tuchel needed to make different moves, play different players, and he has not done it. When you do that once or twice, a team might give you the opportunity to figure it out. But when you do it for months and months and months at the expense of your team, to the point where you're running some players into the ground that's where you lose a locker room and that's kind of where I think Bayern Munich is at right now and when we look at this team and we look at where they're at heading into this match it's really hard to discern who Tuchel's going to start because he's got all these conflicting ideas in his head so let's give it a quick look at who we think will start and we'll talk about why Manuel Neuer is obviously going to get the start in between the sticks Neuer has really I mean he had a, a gaff a couple of weeks back but he, he's been good this season and and there's no reason to think that he's an issue here he certainly was put in a bad spot to have to defend a PK against Lazio on Wednesday there was really nothing he could do about that uh, Chiro Mobile is a veteran he's been through this dance before he knew exactly what he needed to do against Neuer and he did the job so Neuer will get the start there center back is a very interesting scenario here because Kim min while he was decent against Lazio, has not been great overall this season. He has been good to middling. I mean, I, I, I see that he's done some positive things. I also think he's extremely tired. This is a very aggressive schedule for him when you factor in all of the international responsibilities that he's had this season, plus the fact that Tuchel seems to just never want to take him out of the lineup. He looks tired. Similarly, Dio Upamakano, he's coming off of an injury and then Tuchel just rolled him out there two games in a row in short order where in a season where he was already fatigued uh, because again, Tuchel just keeps rolling out the same two center backs, even though he's got options. So whatever is going on with Upamakano, whether it's just general, you know, not being quite where he needs to be after the injury or whether it's he's struggling against higher level competition on a big stage, it really doesn't matter because Tuchel's not giving him the opportunity to get right. And I think that one of the things that should happen this week is that the licked should start, no doubt. Eric Dyer should probably get some run as a sub, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think that Tuchel is going to go down with the ship and probably just start Kim Minjay and Dio Upamecano. At the outside back positions, I think it's safe to say that we'll see Nussar rally. I don't think Sasha Boué is quite ready for the prime time at Bayern Munich, and I don't think that Tuchel wants to roll him out this week. Left back's a little bit easier to figure out just because of the the lack of options. If it's not Rafael Guerrero, then you're back to Tuchel experimenting with a lineup that includes both Masraouli and Sasha Boué, so... I would say Guerrero and Mizrahi are likely to start, even though I don't think either player was particularly great against Lazio. In the central midfield, I think you'll see some change this time. I think Tuchel was probably irate with Goretzka. I don't think Goretzka had a good match against Lazio. It was okay at times. There were some times, of course, where I thought Goretzka was just not that good and made poor decisions. Uh, and, and quite frankly, at some points lacked a little focus, I thought. So I think he'll be back on the bench, and I think we will see the midfield tandem of Joshua Kimmich and Alexander Pavlovich. Pavlovich will return to the lineup. I think this is a good spot for him to get his feet wet. I personally would probably go with Kimmich and Gretzky again just because I think you know, with how the season has played out, they need to rebuild some chemistry between them. Pavlovich is Obviously shown a lot of promise. He's done some really great things. He's also shown that he's got some work to do in his game. Doesn't mean he shouldn't play, but I do think he does need more seasoning. Either way, I think Tuchel will roll with him this weekend. The attack. Hmm. I don't know how much Tuchel can change because he doesn't have that many good options at this point. Tuchel has even addressed lately that Matisse Tell has fallen off a bit, and I think we've seen him hit a big wall. Uh, Tell has not been the same kind of player, hasn't been able to make the same impact. I think he's struggling with his confidence a bit, which happens when you when you have such great production and it starts to dwindle a little bit. Tell is a good talent. I think he's got a bright future, but right now he's probably not in line for start. Eric Maxim, Chupo Moting, another option who we see come in occasionally when Tuchel needs a goal. I don't know where to where Chupo fits at this point aside of being a backup striker. I don't like him playing a starting role at this stage. I don't think he brings much to a starting lineup that's already scuffling a bit. So where does that leave you? It leaves you with Leroy Zane, Jamal Musiala, Thomas Muller, and Harry Kane. I don't think Brian Zaragoza is going to get his first start in a Bayern Munich uniform this week. I know a lot of people think it would be a good chance to do that against a team that's not all that great. However, the Roy Zane is a player who Tuchel has been extremely resistant to taking out of the lineup. And with Zane, we're looking at a player who's struggling mightily at this point, has seen his production drop off. Looks extremely tired, needs a break. It would seem to be the perfect opportunity to do that. I just don't think Tuchel's going to do it. I think Musiala will continue to get another run at wing. I think Thomas Muller will play the 10, and obviously Harry Kane will play striker. So it's going to be that kind of situation where I don't think we'll see much change from what we saw against Lazio other than Pavlovich stepping in for Goretzka and mostly we won't see the change because I don't think Tugel wants to make many changes. I think he wants to keep riding the struggling center backs and I say struggling and I'm not meaning that they're bad. So don't jump down my throat about that. Kim and Jay was, was good against Lazio overall. I don't think he's been great this season, but I also think he's worn down. I think Upa Makano is maybe not even still right from that injury. And You know, it's borderline irresponsible to put this kind of pressure on the guy to perform and put him back in the lineup and put such a heavy workload on him when you have other good options on the bench, particularly Matthijs De who, for whatever reason, has become the scourge of Thomas Tuchel, and Tuchel will not use him. It's a baffling case, because if you asked me at this time last year what I thought of Matthijs De I would have said he's having a fantastic season, is arguably Bayern Munich's best player and what a fantastic pickup Brazo made as his last big move before he left the club. But what can you say? This is a Bayern Munich squad that is reeling a bit. They need a win badly. Tuchel has not seemed to find a way to figure out what to do with them, and in the end, when he has to make a decision, he's going to go with the players he's comfortable with but I don't think we're going to see many changes to that lineup. And when we talk about Leroy Zene, it's funny because in a way he is Tuchel's last hope here. He and Harry Kane, I guess you could say, fall into that category. But Kane is a player where it's kind of not disputable what to do with him at this point. Like he has to start. He's the striker. They should be feeding him the ball. It was at least good at Lazio where we saw Bayern Munich's players looking to get Kane more involved. That was promising. But when I say that Zane could be Thomas Tuchel's hope, I mean that with Tuchel continuing to ride Zane into the ground and pushing him out there for every match, he has to hope that at some point, no matter how tired he is, how much his confidence has been beaten up, that Zane can snap out of it, and erupt for one of those games that we know he's capable of having. Because what we know about Leroy Zane is that he's very, very up and down. We have seen him be great this season. We have seen him look hapless this season. Right now, he is in this middling zone where sometimes during a game, he looks good. Other times, he looks clueless. He he struggled it. At points against Lazio to me even though overall he might not have been that bad and I guess if you look at some of the ratings that are out there he didn't perform all that poorly at least according to Sofa's score however uh, there were definitely really bad moments in that match for him and I could say the same about Musiala but I don't think Tuchel is quite as tied to Musiala I think that's more of a club thing to keep Musiala in the lineup I think Zane is a Tuchel thing I think Zane is Tuchel's guy. Tuchel needs Zane to rise at the moment. And it's tough because physically and mentally, I'm just not sure Zane is there. I don't know if he's got it in him at this point to keep digging down deep when he clearly needs a rest. So to survive and keep his gig through the rest of the season, Bayern Munich needs to win this match. Otherwise, Tuchel is indeed, I think, going to be at risk of being sacked. Now, you can get away with getting thumped by Bayer Leverkusen because they've been that good. You can still survive a, a pretty bad loss at Lazio in the Champions League because you tried different things. Now you just need some chemistry and things to start clicking. What you can't survive if you're Tuchel cool is a loss to VFL Boca. just can't do it because if it happens, and I don't think it will, if it does happen, though, I think... Munich's board is going to be really at their limit and they will have to flip the switch and make a change and i don't know who that change would be but there's only so much losing that can go on there's only so much discord that can be rumored to be out there so tuchel needs a win this week and he's going to need Zane to play a key role in that as for a prediction on the match even though this is an away game and Bayern is slumping and they look bad and they they don't seem to be able to know what to do or how to figure this out I still think they're going to win let's call it 3-0 This is not a good Bochum side I can't imagine that even if they park 10 buses on the pitch that they're going to be able to prevent Bayern Munich from finally breaking through We do however need more than one shot on target for that to happen so uh, I know as fans, you guys will all be watching to see how many shots they can put on that because it just hasn't been there. They have not been successful. And hopefully the plan does still include Kane playing a more forward role and not dropping back deep to facilitate to players who, quite frankly, just aren't as good as finishers as he is. So let's go three nil Bayern Munich. They'll get back on the winning track. Hopefully this is something that can turn the team around and put them back in contention for the league because like I said earlier in this podcast, it's not that bad in terms of the Bundesliga. They can still claw their way back into it. They just need a little help now. They need to they one need to take care of their own business and two, they need Bayer Leverkusen just have a little bit of doubt start to seep in their own squad. That'll wrap it up for this preview show. If you haven't checked out the post-game show against Lazio, check that out. Uh, Keep an eye out for the weekend warm-up, which will also drop at some point later today on Thursday. So we've got a lot going on the podcast, a lot going on the site. Thanks for hanging in there with us. As always, you can get me at the Barrel Blog on Twitter. You can get the site at BavarianFBWorks. You can get our TweetMeister, Tom Adams, at TommyAdams71. You can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. You can get Siler at CYL3R and get all of our great and wonderful and talented writers and podcasters at BavarianFootballWorks.com. Have a couple of beers on me. Enjoy the match, and we'll see you next time.